What is happening, people? Um, back today with another podcast. Been a while. I mean, didn't want to go mad with them as always, but today I'm going to talk about what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about failure from a book I read from what's called Think and Grow Rich. You probably know it's one of those, um, let's say it's a really good book, actually. Like, it's like I've heard many people preaching about it, like, they've listened to a few podcasts on it. And so I think it like talk a little bit about it, but, um, it's one of those classic, say, self-broke kind of books. It does have some like ridiculous concepts, but at the same time, it has loads of valuable concepts as well. And like, as there's a lot of US history in the book, it's difficult to give a general review in the book. So I'll just discuss like one kind of, one of the most prominent sections, which discusses the major causes of failure. And this is because like, there were some parts that really stood out to me. And like, this was one of them. And I really enjoyed the book as it was like one of those, you'd want to read again. Like I'd recommend reading this book, but maybe not as your first book or or if you're new to reading as because it is a difficult book to, let's say, obtain a grasp of concepts as the book was like published in the, like the mid-1990s. But we're going to start off with the, with the start of the section. So it starts off with the 30 major causes of failure and how many of these are holding you back. So life's greatest tragedy consists of men and women who earnestly try and fail. Um, the tragedy lies in the overwhelming large majority of the people who fail, as compared to the few who succeed. I've had the privilege of analysing several thousand men and women, 98% of whom were classed as failures. This is something radically wrong with a civilization and a system of education which permit 98% of people to go through life as failures. But I do not write this book for the purpose of moralizing on the rights and wrongs of the world. That would require a book 100 times the size of this one. My analysis work proved that there are 30 major reasons for failure and the 13 major principles through which people accumulate fortunes. In this chapter, a description of the 13 major causes of failure will be given. As you go over the list, check yourself by it point by point for the purpose of discovering how many of these causes of failure stand between you and success. And I also uh, forgot to mention this, but uh, Napoleon Hill read this and the book's about what, but maybe 300 odd, no, it's probably, it's, it's about 290 pages. I'll just have it here in my hands. But yeah, 290 pages it is. Um, so yeah, it's not, it's not too long of a read. Like I, I read this, I think I read it in about a week and a half to two weeks. I got it done pretty quick. But yeah, I'll just get on to the section anyway. But the first one is unfavorable hereditary background. So there is but little, if anything, which can be done for people who are born with deficiency in brain power. This philosophy offers but one method of bridging this weakness through the aid of the mastermind. Observe a profit, however, that this is the only one of the 30 causes of failure, which may not be easily corrected by any individual. So essentially, this is saying that you're not naturally smart, like due to your genetics, like you, you possibly that you're born without a high IQ. Like, for example, we were born with a set of IQ and Napoleon Hill says this is one of the only 30 points that is not easily corrected. But this is a solution to that. The philosophy, like the philosophy would offer that but one method of bridging that weakness through an aid of a mastermind so what this means that let's say earlier in the book he mentions if if you read the book you probably know what i'm on about but the start of the book he mentions that how we should form interpersonal relationships with people but like by forming these relationships with people it will more than likely help you succeed in more so rather than doing it on your own so essentially in turn find people who are better than you to form a mastermind 
as it's what people like say Henry Ford, like the the, the co-founder of Ford, like one of the most famous car companies in the world. That's what he did, for example. He forced he formed a mastermind of engineers who were smarter than him. And like who else did like Steve Jobs did a similar thing as well. Like he kind of formed people who were better than him and smarter than to kind of get Apple going. So the answer to this is if you were born by a low IQ, you form these relationships, you take the incentive and you form a group with people better than you. So number two, we're gonna go into the second point that he talks about, and that's a lack of a well defined purpose in life. There is no hope of success for the person who does not have an a central purpose or definitive goal at which to aim 98 out of 100 of those whom i've analyzed had no such aim perhaps this is the major cause of their failures so essentially what he's saying here is without a sense of purpose we are like a ship without a rudder you don't know where you're going or don't know what to do and if you don't know if you don't if you want to do something great like how are you meant to do that unless you have this laser like vision like a lot of people who fail because they don't have a purpose and they don't know what to do a way to overcome this is by writing goals writing down plans who matters to you and why you're doing a certain thing etc 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 but if you feel like you're in a haze and you don't know what sense direction like don't don't worry it's not the end of the world like but like realize it's going to be massively beneficial for you to find one like especially when you're younger like like myself included like even now i don't have a definitive sense of purpose in terms of everything but i'm doing but it's it's quite common to feel a little lost it's a major issue and it's normal when you're younger and you can't expect to know everything so number three number three is the lack of ambition the aim above mediocrity we offer no hope for the person who is so indifferent as not to want to get ahead in life and who is not willing to pay the price so Basically, if you aim for average, you're going to achieve nothing more than average. And if you fall short of your goals, which is most often, which which we most often do, and you're going to be aiming for average, then you're going to fall below average, which essentially means you failed. So, shame for the top man. Like aim, aim for the best. Like if you want to be a coach, like if you want a coach, for example, like you want someone who's an expert at what they do. You don't want an okay coach. Like you don't want a mediocre kind of teaching like say if you're sick as well, like if, as well if you're sick if you're really ill in hospital let's say you don't want an okay doctor like treating your illness you want the best that can cure you and put like nurse you back to health so number four insufficient education this is a handicap which may be overcome by comparative ease experience has proven that the best educated people are often those who are known as self-made or self-educated it takes more than a college degree to make one person of education any person who is educated who has learned to get whatever he wants in life without violating the rights of others education consists not so much of knowledge but of knowledge effectively and persistently applied men are paid not merely for what they know but more particularly for what they do with what which they know so essentially insufficient education like we are not we are not all gifted to have it like let's say for example if you're listening to this podcast there's a very high chance that you went to school you got an education and it's saying that we neglect our education and the best kind of education is the one that you proactively seek yourself like for example i have two degrees and an online certificate and i've barely used them despite me being quite qualified the things that i do on paper it's then saying that the best kind of education is, not, is the one you go out and proactively seek not from having been forced into education but the education you apply yourself to like men are not paid for merely what they know 
but more particularly which they do with what they know so what you're going to do with that knowledge are you going to go out and seek to do something and then what are you going to do with that sort of knowledge of power so number five so we're going to the lack of self-discipline so discipline comes through self-control this means that one must control all negative qualities before you can control conditions you must first control yourself self-mastery is the hardest job you will ever tackle if you do not conquer yourself you will be conquered by self you may see at one and the same time both your best friend and your greatest enemy enemy by stepping in front of a mirror so this discipline is everything like discipline is like a muscle like uh, i think which where i heard this or where i read this but um it's like a muscle like the more you use it the easier it is to stay disciplined at things and the more we succumb to the temptations the more we snooze our alarm like the more we binge the more we do these bad behaviors the more like they're going to become ingrained into us so the bigger the bigger hole we are going to dig ourselves in like it's all about like marginal gains like doing small things small choices that we know are the right thing to make like the delaying gratification for long-term investment is the key takeaway from this right number six ill health no person may enjoy outstanding success without good health many of these causes of ill health are subject to mastery and control these are these in the main are overeating of foods not conductive to health, wrong habits of thought, giving expression to negative, wrong use of and an overindulgent sex, lack of proper physical exercise, and inadequate supply of fresh air due to improper breeding. So this is basically saying that ill health is very important in regards to minding your health, which is pretty obvious. Um, all right, number seven. Unfavorable environment in... Un, let me start that again because I just completely slurred that unfavorable environmental influences during childhood as the twig is bent so shall the tree grow most people with criminal tendencies acquire them as the result of bad environment and improper associates during childhood and so your childhood's in your childhood influences and the people you surround yourself with are always grown like even before childhood like you're going to grow into that mold so if the twig is bent as a child it's going to be hard to straighten it out as it gets older but it can be changed by putting yourself in good environments and the people you spend your time with and to think yourself as like they're going to make like think to yourself, is this are these people gonna make me become a better person? And I actually kinda of like that saying as a twig is bent, so should the tree grow because it kinda of does relate to how if it is bent it's gonna be hard to put on the straight and narrow. Alright, number eight, procrastination. Um this is one of the most common causes of failure. Old man procrastination stands within the shadow of every human being, waiting his opportunity to spoil one's chance of success. Most of us go through life as failures because we are waiting for the time to be right to start something worthwhile. Do not wait. The time will never be just right. Start where you stand and work with whatever tools you may have at your command and better tools will be found as you go along. So you should, shouldn't wait for the perfect time. It's a form of procrastination saying, Oh, I'll do this when this happens. Oh, I'll do this when I have the money, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Like, no, you should do it right now because if you say the time is not right now, it's never going to be right, and it's never going to happen. Number nine, lack of persistence. Uh, most of us are good starters, but poor finishers of everything we begin. Moreover, people are prone to give up at the first signs of defeat. There is no substitute for persistence. The person who makes persistence is watchword discovers that old man failure finally becomes tired and makes his departure failure cannot cope with persistence number 10 
Negative personality. There is no hope of success for the person who repels people through a negative personality. Success comes from the application of power and power is attained through the cooperative efforts of other people. A negative personality will not induce cooperation. So as I mentioned earlier, if you have a low or high IQ, you have to got to get you got to form cooperations between people by forming a mastermind. Like a negative personality will not induce cooperation. Number eleven. Lack of control, sexual urge. Sex energy is the most powerful of all stimuli which move people into action. Because it is the most powerful of the emotions, it must be controlled through transmutation and convert into other channels. So the book talks about how sexual energy is incredibly powerful due to testosterone and our mating strategies. So come across the board when where there's this attraction between genders where you can use sexual urges. So a lot of people, like I so said, a lot of the reason why people do these things is for their spouse, their partner, to give them a better life. Or let's say subconsciously, it's even to appear as better in the social hierarchy, which will have you further up, which will ultimately lead to having more sex at a very primal level. So, for example, sexual ways are incredibly strong and a lack of control sexual urge means that more like succumbing to it, maybe rather than working hard or thinking of the bigger picture and thinking about the possibility for your success, etc. Like you're just sat in front of your phone or laptop, I don't know, let's say wanking the porn every day or maybe you have a partner who you just fuck every day because, you know, becoming completely unproductive and get no work done whatsoever. So transmutation involves transforming that sexual energy into something else. Number 12, uh, uncontrolled desire for something for nothing. This gambling instinct drives millions of people to failure. Evidence of this may be found in a study of the Wall Street crash of 29, during which millions of people tried to make money by gambling on stock margins. So that point involves a uh, very uncontrolled desire for nothing essentially like you're you're putting all this you're all you're putting all your energy into something for no output whatsoever number 13 lack of a well-defined power of decision men who succeed reach decisions promptly and change them if at all very slowly men who fail reach decisions if at all very slowly and change them frequently and quickly Indecision and procrastination are twin brothers. Where one is found, the other may usually be found also. Kill off this pair before they completely hogtie you to the treadmill of failure. Um, hogtie, what is that? I think I think hogtie is where you get your hands and your legs tied together and they're tied behind your back. Like, lack of a... I think that's what that means. I'm actually... <laughs> I don't know, I'm completely wrong here, but... Uh, a lack of a well-defined power of decision is basically saying that people who reach decisions slowly and constantly change their mind are setting themselves up to failure. People who act quickly on instinct and gut feeling are more likely to succeed. Number 14. One or more of the six basic fears. These fears have been analysed for you in a later chapter. They must be mastered before you can market your services effectively. So, let's talk about the six fears in the last chapter of the book which i will discuss on my instagram soon um i just haven't really wrote up anything yet but basically they're the fear of poverty old age death loss of love criticism and ill health so essentially how living in fear is an abundant way of living where we aren't going to do much with our lives if we spend the living in fear number 15 wrong selection of a mate in marriage this is the most common cause of failure the relationship in marriage brings people intimately into contact. Unless the relationship is harmonious, 
Failure is likely to follow. Moreover, it will form a failure that is marked by misery and unhappiness, destroying all signs of ambition. So this is a huge one, um, especially in regards to younger people, but in the wrong selection of a mate in marriage. Like this may be applied to yourself or you know someone this has happened to, but I've been there myself and I can tell you like it destroys all like destroys all signs of ambition and lead me to failure. Because I've met people who I taught like, you know, were my entire world, I've literally dropped everything for them and focused on them, either as someone I was da- either dating her in a relationship or whatever, but like that hasn't treated me that well, which is why I'm really selective these days of who I spend my time with. And and like I say, like you are the average of the five people you spend your most time with and you should spend it wisely, but you really should be careful with your partners. They will be more likely, they will more than likely spend most of their time with you. And so they are more likely to have a large influence on you. So like with anyone, looking for people who, like look out for look out for how they treat other people like look look out for how they act in their lowest days like look out for are they strong do they take things out on other people like etc etc like if you don't look at them and think i wouldn't mind acting like that then maybe don't be afraid to cut your losses because at the end of the day like it isn't going to get you anywhere and number 16 over caution the person that takes no cat chances generally has to take whatever is left when others are true choosing over caution is as bad as under caution both are extremes to be guarded against life itself is filled with the element of chance don't be over cautious because you're going to miss opportunities that people will snatch them like from under your nose if you're going to be left with scraps quite often i found in life that we sell ourselves the worst possible narrative in terms of something going wrong and we never think of what could go right more so what can go wrong and we don't do so like we don't we don't do so many things because we're scared like it's sometimes just thinking about take about leap doing it and more often than not like you'll see that pays off number 17 17 jesus i'm going through these pretty fast <laughs> but let me hold on let me get, get a breather for a sec then i'll finish we talk for a while i'm talking about 18 minutes now but geez, i feel like my mouth is gonna like dry or something i'll i don't know i can't really speak properly after a while but um i'll move on anyway number 17 wrong selection of associates in business this is the most common cause of failure in business in marketing personal services one should use great care to select an employer who will be an inspiration and who is himself intelligent and successful we emulate those with whom we associate most closely pick an employer who's worth emulating so like i said before we mirror the people around us this isn't some like this isn't some like makey up thing you know but it's backed up by real psychological and neural science like like mirror neuron like mirror mirror neurons are a thing which is backed up by studies and countless amounts of papers written about mirror neurons and behaviors involving adopting the emotional states of people around us like like it's this is what animals do and we are animals ultimately at the end of the day number 18 superstition and prejudice prejudice probably one of those words i can't really use i don't know if you ever get that just a word you just can't pronounce it because the way your voice is or whatever but prejudice yeah okay that's it all right substitution is a form of fear there's also a sign of ignorance men who succeed keep open minds are afraid of nothing um i just want to keep in mind that like keep people keep saying like this book keeps saying men and he and whatever it's because this book is like written back in the day i don't think the author yeah, I don't know. You know the way the times were back then. Yeah, I won't get into it too much, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm just reading out the book. I'm actually quoting this myself. 
But number 19, this is the wrong selection of a vocation. No man can succeed in a line of endeavor which he does not like. The most essential step in marketing of personal services is that of selecting an occupation in which you control yourself wholeheartedly. So this is talking about doing something that you love. But I think when you don't know what you want to do, you should try as many things as possible. Like stick them out, gain some career capital. And if you don't necessarily like it, give it a few months and see where it goes. And say, say if you give it six months at a job, then you maybe you can do something else and move towards something that, you know, sounds more desirable towards you. It's number 20, lack of concentration of effort. The jack of all trades seldom is good as any. Concentrate all of your efforts on one definitive chief aim. So rather than doing 20 little things, it's something I struggle with. Like sometimes I still do to this day, to be honest, but you should only focus on your efforts on a few thing, few important things that say instead of doing 20 little tasks, have like three main big tasks, like your, your, your big kind of compound tasks you should really get focused on. Number 21, the habit of indiscriminate spending. The spendthrift cannot succeed, mainly because he stands internally in fear of poverty. Form the habit of systematic saving by putting aside a definitive percentage of your income. Money in the bank gives one very safe foundation of courage when bargaining for the sale of personal services. Without money, one must take what one is offered and be glad to get it. So if you have this financial security and if you have money in the bank, then you're going to know your worth. You're going to turn down things that aren't going to benefit you or take up your time. There's this principle where if you are born poor, you remain poor because the way you've been raised, but the, the money you earn, if you actually account for your finances, the more money you spend. So if you get a fat paycheck, for example, like your spending will probably go up that week as well because in your head, you're just automatically spend more. And that's the reason you stay poor. Like one of the reasons, like one of the things you can do is to track your earnings um and spending and make a constant consistent effort to like save some of the money we have all right number 22 the lack of enthusiasm without enthusiasm one cannot be convincing moreover enthusiasm is contagious and the person who has it under control is generally welcome in any group of people so like this reflects a lot of your personality and mentality towards certain situations where you don't want to sound boring like say if I was talking this podcast and I was like, yeah, so this is the 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 you know you know what I'm getting at. Like I I'm actually kind of showing a bit of personality, um, kind of outgoing. I'm have have a bit of life in me. But if I was like talking to other people and I was boring and I didn't really sound very inviting, you know, no one's really. I'm not going to be successful. You know what I mean? But if you aren't enthusiastic about something, like you won't have the ability to lead. Like people aren't going to listen to you. Like people won't give a fuck like you won't be able to form these interpersonal relationships like so be enthusiastic about what you do is important like you make sure you do it and you're going to be more welcome like you're going to be more liked and you're going to do best, better in business etc etc number 23 intolerance the person with a closed mind that any subject seldom gets ahead intolerance means that one has stopped acquiring knowledge the most damaging forms of intolerance are those connected with religious, racial, and political differences of opinion. So, be tolerant to people. Like, you've got to be tolerant to people, man. Like, just because someone has a different view doesn't mean you have to shut them off. Don't think, like, it's my way or the highway. Like, a lot of people, I, I might have done this a couple of times, where they, they kind of 
live that kind of mentality like it's my way or go away kind of thing but recently like definitely in the last couple of years where or even when i was in college like I, I kind of worked on listening to people more like i'm more open to new ideas and i often seek active criticism because if i think if i by by seeking active criticism i know that i'm going to become better at what i do rather than being told yeah you're brilliant because then if i'm if i know how i have a fault i can work on it and i can work harder than last time you know so number 24 intemperaments the most damaging forms of intemperaments are connected with eating strong drink and sexual activities overindulgence in any of these is fatal to success um intemperaments i'm actually not 100 sure what that means um what's the definition of it is it I think it's something like the lack of moderation on activities or something along those lines. But by not having moderation, eating, drinking, or sexual activities is going to lead you to failure. Right, number 25. Number 25, the ability to cooperate with others. More people lose their positions and their big opportunities in life because of this fault than for all other reasons combined. It is a fault which no well-informed businessman or leader will tolerate. So... Like I mentioned in the beginning, it is so important to form groups, interdependent relationships with people to form a mastermind, especially if you're not great at everything, which nobody is, to be honest. So if you're unable to cooperate with people or you might have met brilliant people in your life and they're dickheads because they can't cooperate with people as they think they're too clever for their own to go, just kind of kind of get, get your head out of your own arse, essentially, and kind of just be on an equal playing field with everyone else. Number 26. Possession of power that was not acquired through self-effort. And it's here in brackets. Sons and daughters of wealthy men and others who inherit money which they did not earn. Then power in the hands of one who did not acquire gradually is often fatal to success. Quick riches are more dangerous than poverty. So I speak from experience with this. I've met people who have had everything handed to them on a plate in their life. And... They had the best education. They're going to inherit thousands and thousands of euro, or or pounds or dollars or whatever it is, and they're just they're just messing things up because they take it for granted that they aren't faithful. Like it's not going to like it's not going to be very beneficial because if you're born to this life, you expect it and you take everything for granted. Like you expect all this money to be there. You don't actually think like you should. Like if you have a lot of money and you're rich and you're well off, I just think like imagine yourself without it essentially is what he's trying to say here right number 27 so we're nearly at the end of this now but in intentional dishonesty there's no substitute for honesty one may be temporarily dishonest by force of circumstances over which one has no control without permanent damage but there's no hope for the person who is dishonest by choice sooner or later his deeds will catch up with him and he will pay by loss of reputation and perhaps even loss of liberty so do not be intentionally dishonest always tell the truth if you can there's a lot to be said for true. Like people are always going to respect you more if you tell them what you think. I don't seek the the yes men in my life. Like I'd much rather have people who tell me the truth because they tell me, you know, they tell me when I'm being a conflict, tell me I'm doing things incorrectly and they disagree with things, which is the only way I'm going to improve really. Like you're surrounded by yourself. If you're surrounded by people who, you want to be surrounded by people who are always going to say how it is. Number 28, egotism and vanity. These quality services, red lights, which warn others to keep away, they are fatal to success. Number 29, guessing instead of thinking. 
most people are too indifferent or lazy to acquire facts with which to think accurately. They prefer to act on opinions get created by guesswork or snap judgments. Um, yeah, I'm about to say this now. I actually really like this point. I have this highlight actually in my book. But I try to read a book. If you know me, I, I do read a lot. And I try to read a book every two weeks. I'm not, I'm not the best reader in the world. I know that by any means. But I do. I am often distracted by other things. But I read regularly. And people have asked me, do I remember all the books? And to be quite honest, no, I don't. I don't remember everything I read in books. Like I go through them, I highlight it, and I mark really key parts that that intrigue me. But let's say if I read ten books and in each of them I remember five percent of the most key and valuable information in them books, and suddenly multiply that by ten, and you know I've I've obtained like fifty percent more information and knowledge or something that I didn't know beforehand. So obviously. 1% better than last time, except like I'm like, it's better. Like 50% more is better than 0% more. You know what I mean? But sorry. Yeah. I haven't done maths in a while, so I could be completely wrong here. But um, yeah. So what was I saying here? Yeah. So 50% more knowledge. And what I'm saying is what I'm saying about is instead of guessing, instead of thinking, like I remember this from the book, the, the seven habits of highly effective people. But guessing instead of thinking is saying that we prefer to act on opinions created by guesswork and snap judgments, like something called, something called, um, don't add the first impressions resonated with me and run through my mind. And more often than not, like the worst case scenario with people, like we assume if someone's ignoring our text, like we assume they're deliberately and maliciously ignoring us. But more often than not, um, more often than not, like our partners haven't spoken to us in a day. We assume that we they are annoyed with us or whatever it is. We always assume the worst case. Like there's this saying and it's called don't add the first impressions. And that means like also, like say if you see someone like your housemate, your parents, your sibling or whatever, and you say good morning to them and they reply in a negative tone, you might think that they, um, you might think, what they've spoken to me like that. Like, why have they spoken to me like that? Why are they being rude? Or you might walk into your head, say hi to your mom, your mother, wherever you call it, wherever you listen to, but she completely ignores you and you get annoyed because now you've ignored her and maybe she's doing the hoovering and had headphones in and in her world, she didn't even hear you. But when she interacts with you, you're going to be rude to her because she, because you thought she was rude to you. So it comes down to guessing instead of thinking and don't add the first impressions. So don't jump to conclusions. Don't think of the, possible worst case scenario don't jump to these negative things like give things time like think of all the possible outcomes like more often than not if someone texts you and you haven't replied or vice versa it's probably because they haven't seen your text or maybe they've been really busy i forgot to reply or maybe they lost your phone or there could be a plethora of reasons and more often than not it's not because they're ignoring you number 30 and the last point i'm going to get i'm going to talk about but it's the lack of capital so this is the common cause of failure among those who start in business for the first time without sufficient reserve of capital to absorb the shock of their mistakes and to carry them over until they've established a reputation so basically you're saying maybe you have money with what you're doing like as previously stated you should save money you should have leverage in the bank in case things go wrong and to get you out of these mistakes so that is the 30 major cause of failure um, like how many? Like I think it says in the end, like you have to underline how many of these are holding you back, and if you have conquered all these thirty, you should be on your way to success. 
Like obviously now I, I obviously don't have all these 30 ticked off because I am not perfect at the end of the day. But yeah, no, it's a really good book. Um, Think and Grow Rich. I would recommend reading it if you are very used to reading or you really want to you want to improve in yourself. Um, I wouldn't read it now as my first book, as I said. But it's a 290-page book. It's very, like, the, the the writing and the font and all that isn't even that small. So it's, you know, you get through it in a good time. It's very interesting as well. It's very interesting concepts, but there's a lot of American history as it is an old book. It's all about, you know, Henry Ford, Edison, Edmund Barnes, um, you know, George Washington, kind of stuff like that. So other than that, apart from the American history and all that, like, if you're into that, well, for you, but if you're heading into some more self-growth, it has that too, so... Yeah, I'll leave it here um, for today. I I, know, I haven't pulled up a podcast in a week or so, so, you know, bear with me. Sorry if I was a bit you know, rusty. But no, I hope to have another one done soon. I'll, I'll probably upload once or twice a week. I don't want to be bombarding people with things anyway. But yeah, um, if you have any recommendations, just text me on my Instagram and I'll see what I can do. Um, thanks. All right. Have a good day. Bye-bye.